0: Hello friends, welcome to episode 84 on December 1st 2021 I am Trevor Olson, your host for the day, the afternoon, the evening, the night, the dawn, the dusk, I always get those two mixed up, Trevor Olson, good to be here, it's a pleasure, what's going on, December 1st, can you believe it, the years as always fly by, I've just accepted that no matter what they fly by. Um, and as a young, spry, healthy, zest, zest-filled, twenty-six-year-old, um, they're flying by very quickly. You know, people always say, "Always when you're," I always hear the older people, the older folks. Um, they're always saying, "Oh, just wait till you get my age, sonny boy." Then the time's really gonna fly, and it's like I already—it's already going fast, dude. Like, how much? How much faster can it go? Um, December first today, two thousand twenty-one. Have you done? Your Christmas shopping, I haven't. Uh, however, I was a good little, a good, good young lad here, and um, I went and got myself a Christmas tree. Really, got the Christmas tree uh, at the parents' house all set up. And usually, my parents don't get a Christmas tree until you know December twenty fourth. So it's and it's it rushed and usually stolen. We stole a Christmas tree once. That's the Christmas spirit. <laughs> um, and. Yeah, it was me and my mom. We basically just drove to this land that wasn't ours, saw a good tree, and we're like, fuck it. Let's put some presents under that bitch. So, but this year I just went out. I was gonna buy one. I was gonna buy one this year, which we've never bought a tree before. But I decided, well, actually I would've bought one, except here's what happened. I went to the place to go buy a tree asked if they accepted cards and like playing cards you guys take jokers um asked if they accepted credit cards debit cards and they didn't and so I said it's 2021 what the fuck I didn't say that I know the people who were selling the trees they're nice people but after that I was like well then I started asking about prices too and reasonable prices you know as you know whatever whatever you expect them to be but I had never bought one before so I expected anywhere from like Maybe like forty bucks, and it was about forty bucks for sp- the smaller ones. You know, up to seventy-five for the real, you know, high-end, special, massive ones. So, um, but because they didn't accept cards, I cruised off to my uh, my grandfather's property, waltzed on out into the wilderness, and chopped down. Oh my God! You guys should have seen me try and chop down this tree. I should say saw down this tree. Um. So it was a tall enough pine tree, to where I only needed really the, t- the top half of it. The top half looked decent, and so that way you're not killing the whole tree. There's still four feet, five left of a tree, and it can it can go do its thing, hopefully. And but I took the top half, and I <laughs> I just grabbed the first saw that I saw in the garage, and it's actually a bone saw, and I had just previously used this saw to. Do exactly that to saw through a, my deer's skull right into their right into its brain, and then it's crazy when you saw into a deer's head because you're sawing into an animal's head, and uh yeah, you saw right. uh How do you do it? Uh, right in the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, right in the front, before their eyes, you saw down, and then you flip the head, and then you saw it at a different angle, and then you smash the head on the ground and get the antlers but anyway so I grabbed this bone saw and went out to the the wilderness went to saw down this tree and it would you know I'd start sawing and it'd be going and going and going just fine and then it would just get stuck and it I mean would not move and so I'd, I'd pull it out and I'd go on I'd start on another side so I basically did this all the way around. And then, oh, my God, you guys should see me. I was like a fucking mad gorilla. I Just at one point, because I had sawed enough to where it was clearly beginning to, you know, the structure was compromised. But, like, I jumped on top of this tree because I was getting so frustrated because the saw was just completely stuck. At one point, I almost couldn't get it out. And I just, I jumped up on this tree and just started shaking it like a psychopath and I'm swearing and freaking out losing my temper and I just was kind of also at the same time watching myself and I was like this is not the right kind of energy that should be being used that's going into getting a Christmas tree <laughs> it's like like motherfucker and I'm grabbing the tree and shaking it and like um nearly uprooting it yeah and but eventually I just I got to one side of it and just pushed really hard and then started sawing. And then finally, since the the pressure from the tree wasn't on the saw, I could keep sawing it. And finally it went down, but oh my gosh. It took like, probably, well, probably took like 10 minutes. It felt like it took 30. And by the end I was sweating and exhausted. It was a full on workout, just chopping this tree down. <laughs> so, so silly. But uh, man, I just threw it on top of the vehicle, cruised on back, brought it back, got it in the old tree, Christmas tree stand, Stanley McStanderson, and which that in, in of itself is a is a can be a challenge because it's these four basically these screws go out and lock the tree in place, but there's these four wooden blocks as well, and at least the one that we have. And it can be kind of difficult to get the tree in there and get it set up properly. And I could just feel myself beginning to lose my temper again. And I was like, no, 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 no. You're not allowed to lose your temper on this one. Calm down. And so I was like, nope, nope, disconnect. So I I put everything down and I just went and sat down for like a minute and just took probably seven or eight very deep breaths (laughs) and just, totally helped calm me down it's amazing how just breath work can change how you completely feel and so that's kind of a goal of my i'm trying to i'm realizing i feel like as i'm getting older and this this in my opinion is going the opposite direction like i'm losing my temper on things i shouldn't be losing my temper on and I don't want to be that guy who's losing his temper and so just something that's definitely is something I need to get under control. It's not like a I'm lashing out at people. I'm not. And I only ever really lose my temper when I'm kind of alone and by myself and I allow myself to become a psycho. <laughs> but it's still not good for me, you know, just as as an individual, and so I don't want to lose my temper. And so but being I hear Jocko Willink talk about that a lot how he's like you got to learn how to control your temper and you know you detach and you can't get emotional you know and he's really talking about during like war times but you can apply that to everyday life as well and yeah I but I was actually really proud of myself cuz I could feel myself losing my temper when I was trying to get this tree tree stand get the tree in the tree stand and um, I just disconnected for a little bit, took some deep breaths, and I was like, I put up a boundary. I was like, you're not allowed to get angry. You're not allowed to get angry. This is a Christmas tree, all right? You can't <laughs> set up a Christmas tree out of pure rage and anger, okay? You just can't do it. It's like, here's your fucking tree. No, I don't. you don't want that. I just want the nice tree in the nice house, looking nice and now we have that it's it's all up there's garland on it lights we're waiting for the kiddos to come over um my nieces to come over and and put the ornaments on it just as something fun for them to do um so we're holding off on that but they're all sick right now everybody in my pretty much my entire family is sick including myself ever so slightly um I have a like the slightest slight and I today I'm feeling pretty darn good. Even better, <clears throat> I would say. I'm feeling a little little bit in my throat, but that's starting to go away. Um but my mom has a cold and then you know, Shane had Shane was sick, all both my nieces were sick, and then Allie's now sick. So I think the only ones that are in the clear completely is my dad and Aaron. Um so everyone's sick. But it's that time of year. And uh, it is what it is. I was just, um, and speaking of, of um, breathing, calming down your anger, I've been really disciplined again with getting back into doing the Wim Hof breathing method, which I did nearly every day for a year. I put up a video on my on the YouTube channel if you guys are interested. Just type in Trevor Olson Wim Hof breathing technique. The video should come up if the fucking Google, you know, search, what's it called? Search engine results? I don't know. Search engine optimization, all that metadata stuff that I don't really know. Um, it should come off if, if if you type that in. But uh, I've been very, 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 very disciplined getting back into doing the Wim Hof breathing technique almost every day. And it, he is such a fascinating guy. If you haven't taken the time to, uh, to check out Wim Hof, I would encourage it. I would definitely encourage it because um, he's... A very unique individual, and he's entertaining and he's funny, but also at the end of the day, he's just trying to help people to be, as he says, you know, happy, healthy, and strong. And he believes that the most straightforward method of doing that is to do this breathing technique, which you know he it's become called it's become the Wim Hof breathing technique. Really, it's a form of breath work that's been that's thousands of years old, but he has he has um, popularized it. And I'm sure you've heard me talk about it before, but um, I never, I haven't listened to him before on Joe Rogan. So I'm listening, I know he's been on there a couple of times. So I'm, I'm listening to him right now. But my favorite podcast with him is um, that really got me into his breathing technique is the one with Russell Brand, him and Russell Brand. So, and that one's free on YouTube. Um, I know that there's some other ones that are uh, specific to or uh, that are on russell's exclusive podcast on luminary but um there's a free a free one right on youtube but he's right about so many things you know as far as the way and i'm not i'm not upset about society but the basically the way society is set up you know there's a there's a many there's many 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 good things about society you know many good things, but I'm, and I'm not gonna, so I'm not arguing that society is, is perfect or evil, but he argues that, you know, the way society is set up, it's basically not meeting our needs, and so we are anxious, and depressed, and suicidal, and all these different things, and we need to rethink our values, and then we, and we need to stimulate our bodies, and so he argues that we're not being physically stimulated, stimulated enough and I'm not quoting, but he, he argues that we're not being, we're de-stimulated, that we're, that we're always wearing clothes and so we're never cold. And so he's big on breath work and he's big on cold therapy. And so he's always getting in ice and just in very, very cold temperatures. And he's also doing heat as well. And so, but he's just done so many incredible things. He, he's ran a half marathon, I think they said in Finland. Um, in negative thirty degree temperatures, with just his shorts on and barefoot, thirteen miles. It's like just go step outside in the snow. Try for a minute to walk barefoot in snow and see how your feet feel. And this he ran thirteen miles, which is just crazy to think of. Um, but I will say, you know, after a while, your feet—I would imagine your feet just go numb. But he's got a—he's got a disciplined mind. I mean, his his mind is. That's his, he is superior in that regard, his, his mental attitude. And what's fascinating about that is that he, he wasn't always like that. He was depressed. His wife committed suicide um, when he was, I think in his early twenties, he was very young. And, you know, he was struggling and he had four kids and no money. And he was just trying to figure out how to feel good and, and to, you know combat this horrible feeling that he was experiencing which he says was depression which of course that's what you're going to experience if your wife kills yourself kills herself but um you know he found healing in immersing himself in cold water and then through immersing himself in cold water he started to re- pay attention to how his body was just responding with the deep breaths and then he just started focusing on breath and now he does a combination of both and And uh, he's just, he's had such an impact on the world. I love when people just spread, you know, health and love and positivity and overall influence the world in a positive way. You know, you can, you can be a part of the good and not the bad. Which, speaking of which, I watched this uh, show on Netflix the other day. and it is fucked up you probably, maybe you've seen it um but it's called don't fuck with cats <laughs> don't fuck with cats and without giving too much away base you know if you without spoiling it um essentially there's this weird guy who starts posting videos on the internet in the early 2000s i think it was early 2000s i don't know the exact date but you know, starting posting videos on the internet, and it was him killing kittens, and there's something so fucked up about killing a kitten, because it's so vulnerable, and it's, you know, it's helpless, essentially, It's it has no chance, and so it's, it's like, it's innocent, and it's cute, and fuzzy, and adorable, there's something so fucked up about killing a cat you know kittens and then and it, oh, it's hard to watch because they don't show the full videos but man it's it's hard to watch that stuff you know animal torture and it's so fucked up because these animals the animals don't deserve it. it make the film it really kind of in enra- it does it in in, in, in in if you're not a psycho it enrages you um you know he he just does these horrible things to these animals and basically well, he's a psychopath a, from what, from what I can... T- he's a full-blown psychopath. um, And, it, you know, it leads up to him eventually murdering somebody. And then he films that as well. And he puts that up online. It's just a fucked up show. and But it's a great story. It's a story... I mean, it's an amazing story. It's horrible for the person who was killed and the animals that were killed. um, But it's a fascinating story in the sense that... And how he gets caught. And basically normal people like you and me play a huge role in it. And these are people who are... <laughs> admittedly, uh, it's a little weird. They basically... He puts this video up online. People watch it. And they get furious, as expected. And then... Um, they make a Facebook group about, you know, like, let's catch this motherfucker, basically. Because it doesn't show his face completely. And they just it's it's insane they do it basically detective work on this facebook group um which my first thought is like how do you have the time to do that like this the the, one of the main the main people in the show you know she was working full-time at this casino she had a this big job you know working many many hours a day but uh, yeah she said she was basically she was going through a breakup and she just wanted something to distract herself so she you know was like i'll try to find this kitten killer let's figure out who he is and then it turns into this like 18 month every night on her computer thing which is crazy like my thought is like like i don't spend a whole lot of time on social media you know i'm very very cautious of how i u- use my time specifically like on facebook and instagram and i can cuz i cuz i know i can just get sucked into it um but like i rarely comment on things or just I just kind of glance through and then I get off, but I mean these people were just spending hour, day, hours, hundreds of hours on Facebook, and just getting enraged by these videos and rightfully so, getting enraged. I, I don't know the way the way I thought I was like, I mean if you had of a life, there's just no way you would have taken the time to find this kitten killer, um, so to speak. But it was just a crazy story that I had been wanting to watch for a while um, that I kept seeing it pop up on Netflix. So if you're interested in it, it's, it's short. It's a three part series, not three. It's a three episode, um, you know, mini, mini documentary series. And it's fucked up, but it's, it's very interesting. So if you want to check that out, it's called don't fuck with cats, but you know, it's, it's interesting with those um, with that show is, you know, people, when the internet first started coming out, You could just kind of put anything up. I think I think the videos were even on YouTube. Um, You know, him killing these animals. It's like, good luck doing shit like that nowadays on YouTube. It's like any any fucked up videos that you want to put up or you want to watch. It's not they're not gonna really be on YouTube. You can watch some crazy videos on YouTube, but not like murder videos and animal torture and that's like I remember people telling me about those videos on youtube like some dude getting chopped up with a machete i'm like why are you watching that like for how are you watching like i don't know i can't watch that shit i mean i could i just i just don't want to you know there's something so evil about not only murdering somebody but filming it And then putting it online for people to watch like that's so fucked up. So I had a hard time watching that show. I really did. I was like, this kid is like psycho and um, a complete narcissist as well. I know I, if you haven't watched it, the protagonist is a complete narcissist, which is a characteristic of all psychopaths, by the way. Um, not all sociopaths, I don't think. I think that's how. I think it's like, um, what is her name? There's this. There's this woman. Hold on here, um, on YouTube, who does a fantastic in-depth analysis of of the difference between psychopaths and um, sociopaths. Let me type it in here. Psychopath versus sociopath. Here we go. And her name is. Uh, Dr. Ramani, Dr. Ramani, and yeah, basically, you know, I just typed in. It comes up psychopath versus sociopath versus narcissist, and the um, the first video that comes up is narcissist, psychopath, or sociopath: how to spot the difference. Dr. Ramani, and then it says X Med Circle, um, but she. So if you're, and it's like a twelve minute video. So if you're interested in that, and it's it's very interesting, it's quite fascinating what she has to say. And if I'm remembering correctly from watching that video quite a while ago, she, she states that... she's st- No, 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 no. I think all sociopaths are narcissistic too, but not all narcissists. That's what it is. I think that's what it is. Um, I think she says all sociopaths are narcissistic but not all narcissists are sociopathic and then all psychopaths are narcissistic and uh, the protagonist in in Don't Fuck With Cats is f- a full-blown narcissist i mean it's it's so easy to see and i, f- I find myself worried you know i see narcissistic ten- tendencies in my in myself and i think there's there's levels of healthy narcissism where you know, maybe it shouldn't be called narcissism, maybe just, I don't know, self-respect or just trying to take care of yourselves or things like that. But I think, I think a lot of, you know, there's, there's a lot of videos online right now talking about how basically we're raising a generation of narcissists and, you know, I don't know any data on it, but when you think about it, you know, I mean, it makes sense. We're, we're constantly, I mean, look what I'm doing. I'm talking hoping people will watch or knowing that, you know, I, my small audience will, you know, watch, listen, whatever. Um, but just, you know, everyone's throwing up videos on or pictures on Instagram of, um, you know, wanting likes and doing it on Facebook, doing the whole thing. And it's, it's, it is very narcissistic. Um, especially if you're that, if I don't know, I think, I think it can lead to unhealthy levels of narcissism. And I know that there's a lot of talk right now, how we're breeding a generation of narcissists, which is quite possibly the case. Excuse me, but, and maybe that's, maybe that's an un, not, an un, um, yeah, an unintended consequence of technology. Maybe that's just, cause that's the thing. And this, this is really interesting to me. It's when you create something, say you have a goal. Okay, I'm going to make really great laptops. Steve Jobs. Or let's just, you know, for argument's sake. I want to make the world's best laptop, the world's best phone. That's my goal. And then you do that, but then along the way, all these other, you know, you invent, you invent that, but the, along the way you invent all of these side effects. Like, that have for well, for example, I mean, just go watch the social dilemma, and see how everybody's essentially being manipulated in the technology that they're using, um, you know, and how you know, well, and you could say right away, you know, with the when the iPhone was created, um, and I know that what's his face has talked about this. He wrote the Doctor Rob Robert Height, Robert Height, no, the coddling of the American mind. Let's see the coddling, Jonathan Height. Not Robert. Um, Jonathan Haidt has talked about this a good bit. Basically, in two thousand six, two thousand seven, I think that's what it was. When the iPhone was created, there was just a massive uptick in, particularly young girls, uh, uh, self, you know, in, engaging in self harm, and that's just an unintended consequence of the iPhone. Is um, not and not just the phone itself but the technology that we are you, you know the social instagram facebook snapchat everything all all that all that shit i talked about this one other time before but i i had a, a we had a family reunion and this fella who was at the family reunion was there and he's like 16 and uh he was just on his phone the whole time for well he wasn't on his phone the whole time but he was talking about dating you know when you're 60, 16 is hard enough when you're you know, you're dating, you know, dating in 16. It was just a weird time. But this motherfucker had, I mean, like his girlfriend would, you know, just weird things that they're looking at as far as, um, oh, you're not snapping me back. Well, I see your snap, snap, ch- snap score going up. You know, why aren't you snapping me? And he had, I can't remember, it was some ridiculous number. He had something like, eight like a thousand unopened snaps and just like a thousand messages um like it it was ridiculous it was absolutely ridiculous and so and what's funny to me about it is you can get so sucked into your phone and you can be messaging literally a thousand people um oh just lost the video sorry about that um last couple minutes here i'll have to be without it but um what's crazy about that is that you're just sitting there on your phone by yourself, alone. And you feel like you're deeply engaged with other people. And you are, but just at such a superficial level. You know, it's... It's like Tinder. You can you can be on Tinder and you can have, like, 20 matches. But you're just fucking on the couch by yourself. You know? Like, sure oh I had a match but it's like or even just texting my god everyone gets wrapped up in this like just getting wrapped up in texting people that's horrible I don't want to text anybody all the time and I don't my friends you know I I want to text my friends like well it depends on who, who who we're talking about but um you know I don't talk to anybody every day except you know my parents and um you know just pretty much them and the people I see at the gym and that's just simply due to a uh, proximity you know you know I'm seeing the same people every day roughly and so but man don't get wrapped up in, in texting and especially especially if you want to go out with somebody say you say you match with somebody online and you're interested in them Like, whenever I've done that, if I'm interested in somebody, say we match or meet online, right away I go, let's meet. Like, I mean, right away. I'm like, hey, you know, it's a match, let's say. And if I'm interested, I'll be like, hey, how's it going? And then if they respond, it's like, okay, well, they're interested. And then, like, they'll say, hey, it's going good. And I'll go, great. You know, and the next thing I say is, like, let's meet up. It's like, I don't want to get to know you. You can't over text. Some people will be like, "Well, I just want to text for a while." I'm like, "Fuck no. You can't get to know somebody through texting. You think you can get to know somebody through texting, but I don't think you can actually get to know somebody through texting cuz you're not seeing them or hearing them and you're just projecting perhaps what you want them to be like. You know, through the narrative that you're telling yourself in your head. So, you got to be careful with that shit. You know, be careful with um, constantly texting people or constantly messaging or snapchatting it's like just kind of take a step back and look at what you're doing you're just usually sitting by yourself on your phone wasting time and it's like go out and hang out with people it's like go be around people go do a class with people go work out with people go to the library literally go do anything go to the cafe go um have yeah, like, go fucking sit on your laptop and just be around other people. It's it's important. But anyway. All right, friends. That's the end of the show. Just like that. Sorry about the last couple minutes there. We lost the footage. My apologies. So oh, sorry. We're sorry about that. Um, good to be here, as always. If you enjoyed the show, head over to patreon.com slash Trevor Olson, where you can sign up for exclusive content, where I'm posting on there every Saturday a full episode just like this one with shit video that goes out every goddamn time um <laughs> and um yeah patreon.com slash trevorolson head over there if, you, if you'd like to sign up and uh, as always thanks so much for listening thanks for watching have a fantastic rest of your week if you head over on patreon we'll see you on saturday if not we'll see you on wednesday keep doing your thing adios